Today we'll be reading My House Has a Room with No Doors by Nom 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 Nation off Reddit. I'm Stories After Midnight, and I really hope you enjoy this story. Let's get started. Every room has an entrance. It doesn't have to be grand. It doesn't even have to be constantly accessible. Simply by its very definition, a room cannot be a room without a way in and a way out. Yet every rule has an exception. I've seen the exception of this one deep within my house. So deep, in fact, that I have absolutely no idea where exactly this room is. But I know it's nearby. I've heard people inside, and I've even been in myself. Between me and my sister, my parents have two daughters. I was the last one to get my own place, despite being the eldest by a year. My encounter with the room occurred only a few days after moving in. I wasn't doing anything in particular. I was just walking down the stairs, a perfectly mundane activity that we don't even think about. A means from point A to point B. But what happens when point C gets in between? When we stop paying attention to where we're going, where do we end up? Each step creaked gently below my feet, something that doesn't bother me, but it did seem particularly louder than usual on this occasion. Perhaps it took more of my attention than I had realized, because on that final step, I tripped. Not enough to hit the floor, but enough to stumble and lose my balance. As I caught myself from my momentary fall, the house saw my temporary lack of concentration. The room changed. Walls and off-white color surrounded me, with most of the paint cracking and flaking away with age. The floorboards were visible and rough. Even through my socks, I could feel the points of wood painfully pressing my skin. The air felt thick to breathe. A musty, dusty smell filled my lungs. The room was bright. Although missing any specific light source, it simply seemed to emanate from a thick, twisted wooden pillar in the center of the room. In one corner, an old mattress had claimed enough dust to be unsleepable. Even if clean, it didn't appear very comfortable. Needless to say, I was more than confused. My mind instinctively wanted to retrace my steps, despite the fact that I couldn't have possibly gotten lost. This was my home, with one staircase. I turned around to go back. It took this long for me to catch on to the fact that the stairs were no longer there. In their place, nothing. Less than nothing, even. There was no evidence of any way in or out at all. No windows, no stairs, certainly no doors. My claustrophobia began to set in. My mind had stopped searching for an explanation and was now only set on finding a way out. An impossible feat caused by an equally improbable room. I felt my heart rate rise, and I dropped to the floor. Time felt like it was moving slowly. Every corner of my thoughts focused only on the walls around me. They may not have been closing in, but my fears were. As my knees hit the floor, they felt soft. They had landed on a gentle, almost woolly material. As my vision focused and my racing mind calmed down, I realized I was in my hallway. Sunlight beamed in through the window, reminding me that I was free to leave at any time. I immediately went on a walk. I needed to feel the outside air. I didn't tell anyone about this at the time. In all honesty, I let it slowly sink into the back of my mind. And after a few days, I no longer thought of it. I hadn't forgotten. How could I ever forget something like that? I simply pushed it away. That was until my sister found the room. 
and just five days after my encounter, she dropped by to visit and see the house for the first time. I told her I'd give her a tour. The house seemed to take that liberty for me. I specifically remember being in my bedroom, upstairs, cleaning some things away. She always had the cleaner bedroom as a kid, and part of me just wanted her to notice that I was more mature now that I lived alone. I wasn't being loud. I would have heard the door if someone had knocked. I'm sure of it. But I never heard a knock. I heard her scream. It didn't echo through the house. It seemed to crawl up through the walls as a muffled noise. All around her. All around her scream. Even as I ran downstairs. Help, I heard her cry. Where are you? She sounded terrified. Where are you? I yelled back, repeating her question. I realized now that this wasn't helpful, and I had never even answered her. But in the panic of the moment, I just wanted to find her. Somehow, even on the ground floor, her voice seemed to be just as distant as it had upstairs. I opened the front door and stepped out into the garden. Only then did the sound seem to change. It was clearly coming from within the house. I turned back around, and yet, as I entered the hallway, I bumped into my sister. We grabbed each other. Where the hell was I? The question alone caused my mind to think back to my experience. I pulled away from her hug, now feeling equally as shaky. A room with no doors? Her silence spoke for her. She had seen it too, and she began to explain. You weren't answering the door, so I let myself in. And I thought the place looked strange, but I thought nothing of it. Another example of being unaware of your surroundings. As I closed the door behind me, it just disappeared. I ran around and then suddenly, I bumped into you, and the room was gone. We sat down and I told her about my experience. We told our parents. I felt more confident in telling people now that I wasn't alone in the matter. But obviously, they just saw it as some weird ghost story. Spooky. Seriously. That was the first thing our dad said. The traumatic events were, simply, by the nature of their absurdity, nothing more than a tale. His tune changed when he came to visit just a few days later. It didn't happen immediately, but it didn't take long. He'd been sitting on the sofa with Mum for about half an hour. Where's the toilet? Upstairs. First door you see. It'll be open. I felt slightly guilty, and deep down I think I knew he would find the room. When he came back with a pale expression... I had my answer. My mom looked rightfully concerned. You look like you've seen a ghost. Are you okay, dear? She spoke gently as she stood up to walk over to him. He's seen the room. I explained for him. Mom's puzzled face showed that she wasn't exactly sure what I meant. So Dad finished the explanation. The one with no doors. Mom, of course, experienced it too by the end of their visit on their way out of the front door. Dad was holding her hand one moment, yet the next, she was gone. Like the rest of the cases, she returned a few moments later, albeit shaken up. Everyone who visits gets to see the room. There are no exceptions. Every single person who has ever visited my house has seen the room at some point before leaving. Then they are safely and promptly returned. What's stranger still is that it never occurs more than once. A single visit is all anyone ever seems to be permitted. Family members, friends, mechanics, delivery drivers that step just one step too far. If you step foot through that front door, you will be seeing the room. This has been true for three years, as long as I've lived here. It became almost charming. 
Last night I met a guy while still with friends. He was nice. Almost had a familiar sense to him. After chatting a while, I told him about the room. Oh yeah, very funny. His skepticism was showing. I'm serious. Ask any of my friends here. They've all seen it. He didn't ask any of them. Perhaps he thought that he'd just sound as insane as I did. You're just trying to get me back to your place. I smiled at this thought and played into it. Well, why don't you find out? He came back to mine. He seemed to pause when he saw the house, looking pale already. I had never had someone look so frightened of the room before even seeing it. I told him that there was nothing to be afraid of, and after a moment, he apologized whilst following me inside. Once inside, his composure became calmer. He immediately told me he was going to use the bathroom. Without even asking where it was, he simply assumed it was upstairs and headed for it. Odd, I thought but my mind was more focused on the upcoming witnessing of the room. I was excited to prove his doubts wrong. Strangely enough, he came back without having seen it. It takes some time for some people. Let me show you around. The more you move around, the faster it'll happen. I gave him a tour of the house. When we reached the final door upstairs, my bedroom, he smiled at me. Maybe it'll happen if we go in there. I smiled back, knowing his confidence would be humbled once he saw the doorless room. As I turned back to him and opened my bedroom door, I felt his presence vanish. Turning around confirmed my suspicion. He was gone. Oh my god, the sound of his voice crawling up the walls. Where am I? I told you. Believe me now? Well, yeah, how long does it last? A minute at most. I spoke whilst laughing. Yet every rule has an exception. A few minutes in, I started to get worried. After an hour, he begged me to help him. It's now been a whole night. His voices stopped. The room had always returned people. Always. And why was this man the exception? I wanted to have helped him, but I'm not even sure where I would have started. Calling the police seemed out of the question. How would I even explain that the house had kidnapped somebody? I spoke to him all night, trying to help him find a way out, but we both knew he wasn't getting out until the house allowed it. And towards the end, he gave up. He started talking about how regretful he was. At the time, I thought he meant for visiting the house, but thinking back, I believe he meant something else. He kept talking about doing the wrong thing at the wrong time. The final words I heard him say before I stopped understanding him entirely were the most telling. She's going to keep me here. Is he talking about me? Or does he know something I don't? Researching my address further yielded an interesting development. He had been the previous owner of this house. Perhaps subconsciously I recognized him, intrigued by his familiarity. I never met the previous owner before buying the house. But it can't be a coincidence. I must have seen him somewhere before. I also found an old listing of this house, from a few years before I moved in. The original floor plan had a basement, something this house currently lacks. Could this be the room? A friend of his came by today to ask if he was still here. I explained that he had left in the night. His friend came inside. He never saw the room. The room with no doors has found its prisoner. It no longer takes visitors captive. I really hope you enjoyed this story. If you did and you're on YouTube, consider liking it and subscribing. And if you want to do more, there is YouTube memberships and a Patreon if you'd like to support the channel financially. I really appreciate that. Um, I mean, I think that goes without saying. 
If you would also like to, you can join our Discord. Uh, just hang out with a group of chill people. It's really low-key, nothing super crazy. Without, I guess, much to say, I really appreciate you stopping by and checking it out, whether on YouTube or in the podcast. And, like always, I'll see you in the next one.